The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Would you like to live in the space of infinite possibilities? Is now the time to access your magic? Welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with Glenice Hughes. Join us for the next hour as we bring you the tools, techniques, and tips for you to change the impossible in your life to the possible. Now, here's your host, Glenice Hughes. Hello, and welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with myself, Glenice Hughes. Thank you so much for listening in. I am so, so grateful for each and every one of you. I am actually sitting in a tiny little kitchen um, from, you know, Canada's standpoint. It's in Europe, so it's probably actually a large kitchen for Europe. Um, But we are in Florence, Italy. I am in the midst, I think today is day four of the five-day Access Consciousness Certified Facilitators class. And Oh my gosh, it's just amazing. Now, why am I sitting in the kitchen? (laughs) Because the apartment right where I would, you know, sit at the table is right beside where the bedroom is. And it's like 5am here. And I don't wish to wake hubby up. So I told him last night that I'd be doing my radio show from the kitchen. How does it get any better? And if you go on my Facebook, you'll see a picture of it because it's just kind of funny to me. In in Canada, of course, we have so much more space and everything seems bigger than when we travel in Europe. So I always kind of chuckle at things like here. I'm actually sitting in the kitchen with has the washing machine in it. Um, And I don't know of any house in Canada that has that. I'm sure there's some, but it's just the differences that we get to see when we travel and it's it's so much fun. I'm so loving this lifestyle. How does it get any better? And what else is truly possible? So today's show, three tips on choosing wealth. Now, I know that a lot of you want to bump me on the nose for even using those two words together choosing and wealth. (laughs) And yet, it really is a choice. And I do believe I've got other shows maybe on like, what if wealth is a choice and stuff like that. And I would highly recommend going back into those archives and, and checking out all the shows I've got on money, if that is something you'd like to change, along with, of course, continuing to listen to this one. But there's so much information with wealth that I could give you that would take way more than the time we've got together today. So I kind of broke it down into three tips and it's not like necessarily the three top tips because there's so many and it's one of the billions of things that I just am so grateful with with the tools of access consciousness and that's of course where where these tools are coming from today uh, is that there's so many so if you find one that doesn't work or maybe you have some resistance to choosing it right off the bat then there's other ones you can choose. 
And that is just, oh, I'm just so grateful. And of course, accessconsciousness.com is where you will find out more information on the classes that are around you in your area. And they are around the world. You know, not only do I come around the world, there's so many facilitators. And of course, Gary and Dane themselves are in different countries and cities every month. So there's lots of possibilities. Um, And especially, I think they were just saying yesterday, there's, we're, Access is now in something like 173 countries. Like, oh my gosh, how does it get any better than that? And I remember back in 2011 when I very first started listening to a radio show like this one, um, which is how I started listening to the Access Consciousness tools. There was nobody. There was one gal in Vancouver at the time and one gal up in the Yukon. And other than that, unless they were very well hidden, we couldn't find anybody anywhere to facilitate bars classes or um, the five day or anything. So now we are very, very lucky. There's probably at least a bars practitioner in every city and possibly every town at this point. So yay, what else is possible? All right. So on to choosing wealth. Tip number one. And tip number one is kind of the title of this. It's, it's about choosing wealth. Now, if you have heard me talk about choosing before, it's so different than what you might think choosing is. And I'm going to give you a very odd example. But it was such an eye-opener for myself. And this was only two weeks ago. Uh, Prior to coming to Florence for this class, I was in Paris taking Gary's um, Choice of Possibilities class, which is renamed. It used to be called Level 2 and 3, and now it's called Choice of Possibilities. And I was aware that there weren't as many massage tables, so we often run bars during classes and body work and whatever we require. I was aware there weren't as many tables as there were probably people who desired one. Uh, So I checked in with my body and my body demanded that we have bars and body work every day, all day. So it's a three-day class. And so that's what my body demanded of me. So I chose that. Now, I didn't stop there. Okay, it wasn't like, okay, well, my body's asking for that, so I'm choosing it. I also had to look at what's it going to take to create that? Like, I'm choosing it, but what's it going to take? Not but, and what's it going to take to choose it? So in looking at that, it was like, okay, so I required to go earlier than most people were willing to go to ensure that I got a table. And I was also required to do my lunches a little bit different than what most people would choose so that I could also have a table in the afternoon. Now, the really funny thing about this, and this is why I was looking at it more than from the choice perspective, is I... Years ago, I've been going to classes now probably for five years. I would never make that choice. I mean, I would tell myself I'm making that choice, but I wouldn't look at what was actually required to actualize that choice. Now, a lot of you may use the word manifest because most of us, well, I shouldn't say most of us, I guess I don't know, myself, uh, I come from a metaphysical background. So using the word manifest to me used to mean 
um, that it showed up. So I'd manifest a table for the afternoon, say, uh, but actually the word manifest doesn't mean that. Manifest actually means how it shows up. So the word actualize is what you, you would want to change it to. So that I would actualize a table every day, all day for three days. I would never look at what it took or, or if I did, it might be uncomfortable to take action on that. So, you know, kind of looking at maybe where I was three years ago, I would certainly not have chose it for various reasons. Um, one, I also, I wasn't willing to look at what it took and, and take action. And the other part of that is the willingness to get judged. So I remember being at the front of the room, looking back at all the people with tables and being very angry. Why are they being so greedy? Why aren't they um, sharing? Why aren't, you know, all of that stuff that I would choose the crazy around. And I had to be willing to receive that at this class. And, uh, you know, those were were very two um, eye openers for myself to go, wow, I remember being that person at the front. And, and sending all the judgment to the people at the back who actually chose what worked for them. Now, why the heck would I judge somebody who chose what worked for them? Because I wasn't willing at that point to choose what worked for me. And that is why we often judge. It's the same with wealthy people. We will judge wealthy people because we're not willing to choose it ourselves. So really start looking at that for you for yourself, you guys. If that is something you notice about yourself, that you see somebody who's who's wealthy or that you've decided is wealthy or appears wealthy, be aware of what you do with that. You know, do you go into the wrongness of them? Do you go into, well, they were just born with a silver spoon in their mouth or, well, they're just greedy. That's why they have so much or like be so aware of what that is, because that will give you so much information. And I don't mean it's true because it's not, (laughs) it's not true information, but what it is, is an invitation into then being able to change whatever that point of view is. Because wealthy people are wealthy people because they chose to be wealthy people. That's it. Nothing more. Not because blah, blah, blah. No, that's when we go into justification. They just chose to be wealthy. They might have chose a wealthy family to be born into. They might have chose to marry somebody who's wealthy. Doesn't They still chose it. They still took the action, whatever that action was, and chose it. So everywhere that you've been distracting yourself with the judging of what is you truly desire, instead of taking action to actualize what you truly desire, will you destroy and uncreate all that? Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyond. So that's the access consciousness clearing statement, which you can find out more information at theclearingstatement.com. It's a fabulous tool, guys. If you haven't been to that webpage, please do. There's so much information on how that works. So, you know, when I was looking at that for myself, I was like, wow. And I could perceive the judgment. Honestly, it was, you know, it was very evident in that class that there were people who had the point of view that, you know, if you had a table in the morning, you shouldn't have one in the afternoon. And 
And right or wrong, that's not relevant. What I knew is I was willing to choose it and I was willing to make the choices that were congruent with me creating and actualizing what I desired. And I did. I absolutely did. Now, could have there been other ways? Absolutely, there could have been other ways. And what worked for me was the way that I chose to do it. So it's looking at that for yourself. What action are you refusing that you truly could be choosing that if you would choose it would create more wealth than you're than you've never imagined possible as if by magic anything that doesn't allow you to take that action will you destroy and uncreate it all right wrong good bad online pipoc shorts boys and beyonds because that action is what actualizes it and i don't mean Please, no, I do not mean that you have to be doing all the time. That's not what action, that's not the action I'm talking about. It's just so often, and I see this in every area, not just wealth, but in every area. And, you know, I work a lot with people in business and every area. Um, but people will be like, oh, my goodness, I, you know, I, I started this business and nobody came to my class. Okay, cool. So what what action did you take to let people know? Oh, well, I made a Facebook event. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's awesome. And how do people know who you be? You know, I said this to my, my, um, I've got a wealth of wealth. Goodness me. Wealth workshops and wanderlust Academy, which is an Academy, an online Academy, all about people, um, like learning how to basically do what I do, travel the world, making money, teaching their classes and doing sessions. And I said that to them, people do not come to your classes for the class. People come to your classes for you. So if people don't know who you be, or who you are, if you prefer that wording, they're not going to come to your class. It's not the class that invites people. It's you. It's who you be. And that's where so much of what I've created in my business has uh, kind of... In, in terms of being known around the world, this radio show has been such a huge invitation because people can get a sense of who I be. They don't have to come to my class because they can listen to my radio show and then go, oh my gosh, yes, I'd love to go to her class because they get a sense of who I be. Now, do I mean everybody in the world that desires to travel the world has to do a radio show? Absolutely not. There's different ways that are going to create more for each person. And it's finding that way. But knowing that just posting an event on a Facebook on Facebook is not the invitation. People aren't looking for that class. People are looking for the energy that you be. So how do you get your energy into the world? What choice can you be making so that people get a sense of who you be? If that's, you know, the, the area that you'd like to work in, it's not for everybody. And, and for some people, that's not even relevant. And it's not about choosing wealth in that way. But it's looking at what action is that for you? What, what piece is that? So what action are you refusing that you truly could be choosing that if you would choose it would change your finances dynamically? Anything that doesn't allow that to show up as if by magic will you destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pet, shorts, boys, and beyonds. 
And then, like I said, with myself, with the choosing of the table and and then actually making choices that were aligned with creating and actualizing what I desired, then it was also the willingness to receive the judgment for it. And that is such a huge piece for people because they're so caught up in what will people say? What if they're mad at me? Or they allow them, you know, to sit at the front of the room, direct their judgment at the people at the back, and they allow that energy to manipulate them, saying, okay, you know what, I've already had a table today, I've, I've used it this morning, I'm going to leave it for this afternoon. Uh, and, and it's again, it's not right or wrong. But if you allow people's judgment to control you, then chances are you'll never choose wealth. Because there's not a lot of people in the world that are desiring you to choose wealth because it makes them uncomfortable. Now, with that said, your kids might desire you to choose wealth because it might create more for them. That's totally different. But people in your life that aren't choosing wealth, it's much more comfortable for them if you don't choose it either. Because if you start to choose wealth, then it pokes them, what I call pokes them in the eye, that they're not choosing it. So most people will judge you to stop you from choosing it so they stay comfortable. So everywhere you've allowed that in whatever form, doesn't even have to be wealth related, will you just turn and create all that and return to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, pod, box, shorts, boys, and beyonds. All right, we are going to head to break. And when we come back, we'll talk about number two, tip number two. All right. Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day? During an infinite possibility session with Glenise, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. Find out more online at www.glenise.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenise's blog. That's www.glenise.net. G-L-E-N-Y-C-E dot net. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenise will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenise.net for more information about where Glenise will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenise.net. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenise Hughes. To find out more about Glenise and our program, please visit www.glenise.net. That's G L E N Y C E.net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Welcome back, everybody. So I'd like to invite you to a 21 day choosing wealth. Imagine that. 
<laughs> program uh, that is, it's you'll get an email once a day for 21 days. It starts April 1st. However, if you're listening to this after April 1st, it literally starts the moment that you register for it. You'll start getting the, the 21 emails. So it's not like you won't get like three in a day. If you start on the 4th of April, it'll start the day that you start. But if you're listening to this prior to April 1st, it doesn't actually start until then. Uh, and then once a day for 21 days, you will get an email with basically different actions in how to choose wealth uh, and different processes. And there'll be audio clearings and written clearings and just all sorts of awesomeness. We've also got a closed uh, Facebook group for everybody. And there's something like almost 400 people already registered for it. I mean, how does it get any better than that? I'm just thrilled that so many people are choosing wealth, are really willing to take the action to choose wealth. So if you would like to join us, uh, you can find it in my store on my webpage at glenice.net. If you go into the classes section, you'll see it. It is $21 Canadian, which is a dollar a day uh, Canadian, <laughs> which depending on where you live, that is a very small amount of money. Actually, even if you live in Canada, $21 is uh, a small amount, but it's just if you convert it, say, to U.S., it's, I'm not sure, maybe 15, maybe 16 U.S. dollars. It's, it's a small amount. Really, when I was conversing with the program, it really desired as many people who were willing to choose it uh, to be able to choose it because I know a lot of the stuff that I do is in the thousands of dollars mark uh, and that's what it asked to be and this one asked to be $21. So how does it get any better than that? So um, you can find it there. Just message me, uh, look on Facebook, you'll find it. However, just let me know. And um, if you can't find it, and we'll get you the link because it's so, it's so exciting. Now, some of the awesomeness we've got coming up around the world. Oh my gosh, I am so excited to be heading to Regina, Saskatchewan. Yay! Uh, that has been a while since I have been there, I will tell you that. And I actually used to go there all the time with business uh, when I was doing my other stuff. But um, okay, so April 8th is bars in Regina. Yay. And then April 9th and 10th is the first time that I'm facilitating my two-day how to change anything with ease class, which is using the tools of access consciousness to change anything with ease. Uh, and then off to Montreal, bars being the 27th, and then four days of the foundation, 28th on of April. Oh my gosh, I can hardly wait. Haven't been to Montreal before. How did I get so lucky? Then May, off to Edmonton, near the airport. So all of you who'd like to fly in, come on over. May 11th, Tanya and I are going to co-facilitate the bars. And then May 12th, 13th, 14th, 15th is the four-day foundation that I'll be facilitating. Then off to Lloyd Minster. So I get to sleep in my own bed for these classes. How does it get any better? Uh, May 25th is bars. And then followed with the four-day foundation in Lloyd Minster. Then off to recover coming back to Europe for June and uh, and I'll be staying for a little bit of July also. Hubby will head home, but I'll stay for a little bit. Uh, so June 4th and 5th, how to change anything with ease, my two-day specialty class. Then off to Romania, Bucharest. Uh, Alina and I are going to go facilitate bars on June 16th. Then I've got a one-day class, five steps to increase your money flows on June 17th. And then two days, June 18th and 19th, how to change anything with ease. 
then off to London, England in October for Beyond Awesomeness. I'm so excited, so, so excited. We are finding a really lush location in London for that class. Then it's not on the site yet. However, the weekend after, same class will be in Germany. And I don't know how to say the name of the town, so I will find out so that you guys know, um, but it will be listed here shortly. And then also uh, Dublin is in the works for mid-October. So I'll get you guys that information hopefully soon. Uh, we just we were supposed to actually have the little meeting last night and our class went so late that I ended up having to change the date. So I will get you that information soon. And then off to Florida starting November 18th, four days of foundation. And then starting November 26th, the two days of my um, uh, specialty class, Gifts, Talents, Capacities with Entities. So, so much awesomeness coming up around the world. I'm just so thrilled. Plus, we're going to have, um, starting in May, another round of the Wealth Effect Coaching. So if that jumped at you when I first offered it, I started in February, so you probably would have seen things in January where I was advertising it. If that kind of was um, felt fun for you and, and you didn't choose it then and you'd like to, keep that in mind because we'll get that out here soon. All right, so back to choosing wealth. Now, this is kind of, you know, tip number two, but also an action step, really. It's the 10% account. Now, this isn't an access consciousness um, tool. However, we use it in access consciousness. But if you listen or read any books on money whatsoever, whether they are metaphysical, whether they are um, just totally business related from this reality, or books from access consciousness about money, every book and every expert about money will tell you the same thing. Put 10% of your money away. Put it away for you. Pay you first. Now, the way that Access talks about it is it's an honoring of you. When you're willing to put 10% of your money away right off the top, before you pay bills, before you pay expenses, if you're willing to put 10% of it away right off the top, it's an honoring of you. And that is why so many people don't choose it. It has nothing to do with they don't have enough money, it's too hard to find the money, they have more bills than they've got money, all of the excuses people pull out of their ass, it's not true. The reason that people do not do it is because they're not willing to honor themselves. So everywhere that you have not been willing to honor you, will you destroy and uncreate it all and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, podpock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Now, I actually, I mean, all my life, well, all my adult life, I have read all sorts of books on money and, and a somewhat business, but mostly money and creating wealth and stuff like that. And every book told me to do that, and I refused. And then I started access, started listening to that radio show in, in January of 2011, and it was June of 2011 when I actually started my 10% account. So it still was a few months after I'd kind of a, a heard of it again <laughs> from somebody else. And it was interesting because the month that I chose to do it was probably 
one of the toughest months financially that I'd had in my business for a while because I took a three-week class. I was doing another modality and I took a three-week class. So that meant that I wasn't actually working to the degree that I would normally be working uh, because I was in class for three weeks straight. And And I still chose to do it, which was so interesting to me because I had so many billions of excuses prior to that. And all of a sudden, one of the toughest months is when I could choose or when I did choose, not when I could, when I did choose it. Uh, and I get now that it really was a lot of the clearings from the radio show that I was listening to around the 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 honoring of me. It really had nothing to do with the money. It was around the willingness to honor me. And so I started it then, and then I was like, I became addicted. (laughs) Like if you've ever heard me talk about, I'm now addicted to paying off my credit card. Like I literally will go on to my um, credit cards at night. If, you know, if I've been shopping or whatever, or hubby's been shopping during the day, I will go on at night and the newest credit card that I've got, it's a travel one. So that's why I chose it. And it will show me, even if the transactions haven't went through, I can see what, you know, what was processed, you know, a minute ago comes up, basically. My other one doesn't do that. So this one will show me, like, you know, everything. And I'll actually go in and pay that off uh, before it even gets on the card. <laughs> Which is, it, it. I laugh, you guys, because honestly, there was a time that I was willing to be so unaware with money that I wouldn't choose that. And so it was kind of that same energy about the 10%. I became obsessed with it. Um, in a, and I mean, I, I say obsessed. Yes, that's the energy. And I was okay to be obsessed with it. Obsessed isn't wrong or right. It's just a choice. And so I became obsessed with it where it would be like I would do pretty much once a week because it was more ease for me to to choose the 10% once a week than at the very end of the month. I was more likely not to ha- not to choose it. So once a week, I would sit down and go through and I had so much fun with it. Now, for me, it took a while to find what worked. So what I did was I initially just started putting it away like in the bank and into an account that I could touch. So this was the thing with the 10%. You don't want to lock it away. So in Canada, we have RRSPs, which is like retirement savings plans. I didn't putting your 10% into that isn't going to create what you're looking to create. You can still put money into that. That's not what I'm saying. Uh, But you want your 10% to be accessible within at least 24 hours. Like anything less than 24 hours is not going to give you the same energy. And so really the, the energy behind a 10% is one, of course, the nurturing and the honoring of you. And two is to create the energy of having money. And that's why we say if you put it into an RSP or you buy a house with it, you don't have that money. You can't access that. If you got a really big bill tomorrow that was due in five days, it's unlikely you could get your money out of the RSP or out of the house in order to pay that. And I mean, I use that as an example, but really the 10% isn't about uh, using it, but it gives you that energy that you could if you desired. And so that's, you know, I talked earlier about going through some of my other money shows because I've talked a lot about when there was a time to use my 10% and I didn't, but the fact that I could at that moment took all the stress off of me about being able to create the money for a a bill that came in that I wasn't expecting. 
And that was huge for me. And so that's really what it can create and what the possibility is. But it's looking at that and what what works for you. So I put it away into a bank account and I noticed that wasn't fun for me. It didn't make a difference to me. So I brought it home and I kept it in cash. And that there's more joy in that or more like, oh, I get to play with this. I get to see it. I get to count it. Um, I All of that. But the greatest one for me was uh, last year, I bought a beautiful champagne diamond ring. And that has created more for me than anything else. And I haven't actually bought anything else. I would love to, and I walk around and I'm not quite sure what to buy uh, because you do want to be able to sell it again, kind of within 24 hours at at least what you paid for it, if not more. So I just haven't taken enough time. And I actually, when I was at the Paris um, Choice of Possibilities class, I had a discussion with Gary about um, kind of creating wealth because I know that's where I'm at now. It's it's really about using my money now to create more wealth. And it is, and, and he just said, you basically just have to um, educate yourself, you know, and it, it's, it's got to be about what's fun for you, you know. So for me, um, old cars, that's not going to be fun for me because it just doesn't interest me. But jewelry, like antique jewelry, now that's fun for me. So it's, it's just about educating and that's just taking the time to choose it. And really going back to what I talked about, tip number one, it's about choosing to take that time because that's a choice. And I could say, oh my gosh, I'm too busy, I'm too this, I'm too that, and then I'm not choosing it. And it's not wrong to not choose it, but a lot of times we go into, well, I'm too busy. No, I'm just not willing to choose it. And I am willing to choose it, so I'm grateful to have that awareness. And it's like, okay, so what does that take? Probably some books from the library, probably some conversations with some people. Um, I know I've been kind of, as I'm walking through stores and stuff here in Florence, been, you know, paying attention and, and what jumps out at me and and then asking the questions, you know, um, like I did with the ring that I bought. So truth, could I sell you for more than I'm buying you for? And, and it was a huge yes. And it still desires to, to own me, which means yay for me because I still love it. But I get to look at it every day and acknowledge the wealth that I've chose from that. And that is more than, than the paper money or the money in the bank account or whatever else it might be. So it's really finding what that is for you. You might find putting it into a bank account actually creates more for you, uh, whatever that is. And then with your 10%, when you kind of hit that point where it's really yummy and you don't really think about money anymore, like it's not, you're not basing your, your every choice on if you have the money or you don't, that's when you can start looking into whether it's antiques or uh, whatever it might be. Whatever that is, one, that's when you can start looking at that and being like, okay, what can I, what can I use this wealth for to create more? So it's, it's, it's really, you know, and, and check it out, look online about the 10% or, you know, read some of the access books with about money for more information about the 10%. And a lot of people do it. And I probably did. um, Yeah, I definitely know I did where I did it because Gary said, 
And, and you really don't want to do it from that. And it doesn't matter if it's Gary or if it was another business person. Um, I'm trying to think there's a woman, Susie or Orman. I, I've, I've listened to a lot of her business and money stuff over the years. And it's like, well, you know, she says, it's like, actually do what works for you. So people really tie themselves in knots and be like, oh my gosh, I've got this 10% money, but Gary says not to use it. And like, yeah. And he actually says, do not use it on an access class. So that's, you know, to me, that is such an honoring of you because he could totally manipulate you and be like, hey, yes, you can use it on an access class. That's the one thing you can, which is not what he's talking about at all. That's why he says, do not use it on an access class. Because the thing is, if you commit to you and your life and choosing wealth, then you'll always be able to create more if you're choosing whatever it is you're choosing. (laughs) So if you're really, truly choosing an access class, you'll create that money for it. So everything that brings up, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pot, shorts, boys, beyonds, my gosh, I've got to go to break. So we'll be right back. Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day? During an infinite possibility session with Glenise, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. Find out more online at www.glenise.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenise's blog. That's www.glenise.net. G-L-E-N-Y-C-E dot net. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenise will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenise.net for more information about where Glenise will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities www.glenise.net You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenise Hughes. To find out more about Glenise and our program, please visit www.glenise.net. That's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E.net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Welcome back, everybody. So one of the shows that I did back in, I think it was maybe May of 2014, talks about this way more in depth. However, this is tip number three. It's about the willingness to be aware with your money. And honestly, I had spent my entire life being unaware of my money And that's why I had created so much credit card debt when I did um, was, you know, I could give you a billion justifications. I started my business. There wasn't enough, blah, blah, blah. The truth of it was I wasn't willing to be aware of money. So I would put, I would put all of this stuff on my credit card 
without even paying attention, like on, on automatic. And it didn't matter if it was groceries or if it was a really expensive weekend in the city. Like it didn't, it didn't matter. I would just put it on the credit card and it just had that energy of, well, if it's on there, it doesn't matter. Like I don't have to pay for it. And that's where, you know, when I talk about my obsession with paying off my credit card and I'm grateful for that obsession, I'm not destroying and uncreating that obsession because when I go on my credit card at night and I look at, okay, here's, you know, here's the total of what's going to be kind of coming through uh, in the next couple days, I'm willing then to go to my bank account and take that money out of my bank account and put it onto the credit card, which would have been the same idea of if I had just used my my bank account. Now, why then use a credit card? Because I'm willing to be obsessed about paying it off and it pays me a lot of money to use it um, for travel. So that's, again, why I chose that credit card that I did. It I, I don't know how much percentage back I get for every dollar I spend. So it makes sense. And the interest rate is something like 19.9% or something like that. Like it's very high compared to other credit cards that I've used in the past. Because that was one thing I was willing to be aware of with money <laughs> was, you know, the interest rate. So I would always get the ones like really low. I think they've got one with like I don't know if it's like 4% interest or something. So that's very low for a credit card in Canada. I don't know what it's like around the world, but in Canada, um, and I don't even touch that one anymore because it, I don't, it's irrelevant. I don't need a low interest rate because I'm not using interest on it. Uh, and, and so at 19.9, I'm goddamn sure that I'm not paying interest on it. So that's another kind of um, way to get myself to choose and to stay in that energy of every day I'm paying that off because I'm acknowledging that if I go and buy, I bought some, um, some beautiful shoes here. If I go and buy those shoes, I still have to pay for them. And I know that might sound ridiculous to some of you, but back then that was the energy that I had about it. It's like, oh, I'll put it on the credit card because I don't have to pay for that. Well, Guess what? Those shoes on the credit card, even at a low interest rate, cost me way more because it literally took me years. And I mean, I did off again and on again. I would create, um, you know, the money to pay it off and then I would create more debt and then I'd create the money to pay it off and then I'd create more debt. And I actually did a whole radio show on, you know, ending the drama trauma with money because that's all it was is I was creating all of this drama trauma with money and it would be like, oh, phew, if I can pay it off. Okay, yay, yep, never again. And within a month or two, it was hiked up again and it was just to entertain myself. So anywhere that you've been entertaining yourself with debt, <laughs> will you destroy and create all that? Wow. And return it to sender with consciousness, right, wrong, good, battle, nine, pot, pot, shorts, voice, and beyonds, holy Holy, look at that, you guys. If that read for you, really look at that. Because there's so much that we do in our life that distracts us from what we truly could be creating. And money is one of the biggest things. And so if you're willing to look at that and willing to look at how much you're distracting yourself with it, how much more can change? What else might be possible?
So everything that brings up, everything that is, we destroy and uncreate all, return to center with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, pipoc, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And last week's show was all about distraction, not about money, but it's the same energy. It's like, what are you using to kind of stare at a problem instead of looking at all the possibilities? And yeah, everything that is, will you destroy and create all times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, pipoc, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And this was the one thing, and I'm probably it is talked about in other ways too, but I really only heard it with access is get clear on your money, like really get clear. What I did that May, I think 2014, and the radio show is actually called Get Your Head Out of Your Ass, (laughs) because that's really uh, what I did when I chose it, is I sat down and I went through all of my receipts and all of my bank accounts and all of my credit cards, so I knew to the penny what it cost me to live. And I'll be honest, actually, at this point, back then I don't think I gave numbers because I was so uncomfortable with it, but I would have told you, Back then, my it probably cost I my point of view was I probably cost us about five thousand or me at that point I wasn't um, hubby wasn't retired at the time, so it probably cost me about five thousand dollars a month to live. That's what I would have told you if you'd have asked me. And when I sat down and went through all of my receipts. What it actually cost me was 10000 and I don't remember the exact money, 10000 something, which was more than double what I would have told you it cost me. So I was having, you know, these beautiful months of ten and 15 and, and sometimes even $20,000, and I thought I was rolling in the money. Guess what? I was barely making ends meet. But I wasn't willing to be aware of that. Now, you'd think I should have known that because it wasn't like I had all of these thousands of dollars in, you know, extra money sitting around. So you'd think I would figure that out. But oh, no, when you're willing to be so unaware with money like I was, I didn't even have that figured out. I just thought I was doing so fucking awesome because I had all this money coming in. And I had no awareness whatsoever. No, I shouldn't say it. I had no willingness to be aware of what it cost me each month to live that I didn't even realize that there were months I wasn't even breaking even. Which, I mean, how crazy is that? And if you're truly choosing wealth, you cannot walk around with that level of unawareness about your money. And that was such a game changer for me, you guys. And please, if you really, truly desire to choose wealth, to create wealth, to be wealth, to actualize wealth, mark on your calendar an afternoon or an evening or a day and go through and become aware of your money. And I can tell you right now, ever since I did that, I started making, you know, back then it was at least double I don't think I've had a month under 20,000 probably since I did that, honest to God. And I know I'm giving you numbers here and most people don't talk about money, but fuck, I'm done with hiding shit. Um, and, And money especially, why not talk about it? I have some really great friends that I get to talk about money with and I'm so grateful because it not only lights me up when I hear about what they're creating, but it lights them up when they hear about what I'm creating. And it's no longer a fucking secret. 
So all the secrets that you've had about money, whether it's the secret of how much debt you've created or the secret of how much moolah you make each month, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Return to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pot, shorts, boys and beyonds. And I'll tell you, when I was creating the debt, there was... A time, I think the highest I, I allowed my credit card debt to go into was something like $15,000 I was in debt or sixteen. Now, I had I had um, student loan debt, you know, so I was, when I finished my psychiatric nursing, I had something like $30,000. So it's not like that 15000 was the highest debt I've ever created. And of course, we have a house, so I mean, we have that. Um, and in access, we don't actually call it debt. It's past expenditures is a better word. It's just most people, um, if they're not familiar with that, they don't know what I'm talking about. So I use the word debt, but just know for yourself, if you change the wording to past expenditures, it does certainly change the energy. Uh, so I've certainly created more, but never in a credit card. And I was so ashamed. Oh my God, I was so ashamed. And hubby and I back then didn't, uh, didn't share money. So we would put money, you know, kind of what we... Um, our part of the household stuff into household and then he had his money I had my money so he had no reason to know except I felt so ashamed and I remember watching an Oprah show this is really funny um about money and about debt and about you know different stuff and, and embarrassment and stuff like that with money and, and debt and you know the whoever she had talking about it was just like just tell your spouse, just let them know. And so that night I was so, oh, I remember I was just like shaking, even though it didn't affect him, like at all, I still just was so embarrassed. And I told him and he's like, oh, okay. And he's never, he's just never been like that. He's never created debt. He doesn't spend money unless he has it. He's just always been very um, willing to be aware with money. And so I don't even remember what he said, but something like, so what are you going to do to change it? Or something like that. Like, it was just very, like, there was no judgment in it, but there was also kind of an energy of like, okay, cool. So you've got that. Now, what are you going to do to change it? Um, which was a huge invitation for me also. And then I, once I then chose beyond the shame and beyond the guilt, then it was like where I could actually look at that. And I mean, I, it, it really looked, I looked at, okay, what is it going to take? And I had to make the commitment to myself to choose beyond it. And then what I did was I, every class, every, it was Reiki back then, every Reiki class that I taught, every penny of that class went on my credit card. And it was paid off so quickly, like less than a year. It was amazing once I actually chose to pay it off um, and really looked at what's it going to take, not just sitting there going, Oh, hoping and praying and wishing and doing all of these crystal things and all this stuff to pay it off. Like, you know, kind of like just hoping it dropped from the sky in, into my account to pay it off. I actually took action, which is going back to tip number one, really took action of, okay, well, you know what, then I'm making the demand of me. And I didn't even take expenses out of those classes. Like every penny that came in from Reiki classes is what I, you know, made myself put onto the credit card. And it became, again, that obsession energy of just like, okay, now, oh, look, now we're down like two more thousand dollars. And now we're down a thousand dollars. And now we're down five thousand dollars. Like it just became where it created so much more for me. And I'll tell you, I created more debt after that. I never went up to $15,000 in credit card debt again, but I did go up to five and seven and two and four and, you know, jumped around until I was willing to stop the drama trauma with money, stop um, entertaining myself with it. 
But the big piece of that was willing to become aware of it, willing to become aware of how much money I am actualizing each month and how much money I'm actually spending. Because if, you know, if you're buying a, you know, a specialty coffee at $7 a day and you're not looking at that, but you're wishing to choose wealth, but there's not enough money to pay your phone bill at the end of the month, you want to be aware of that. (laughs) And really the only way to be aware of it is to look it in the face and to be like, okay, here's where my money's going. Does that actually align with what I would like to choose? Now, believe me, I buy specialty coffee all the time. I'm not making it wrong, but you want to check in with that because it might be something that requires to change for a while. And it might not, who knows, but at least be willing to have the awareness of where your money is going and what actually works for you. We're, we often stay in apartments when we travel if there's enough, if we're here for long enough. So if it was only two days in a, a hotel is, is more ease. But if we're here for longer, um, then we'll get an apartment. And, and then hubby cooks every night. And somebody said to me recently, oh, well, that's a good way to save money. And it was so interesting to me because it's not actually, we don't choose it to save money. I I would go out every night if if that was going to create more but it actually doesn't. And it has nothing to do with the money. But how much do we do that? We we justify it or like, oh, I have to have the cheapest. Do you? Like, what is that? And if you really start looking at all of that and more get out of the excuse of money, be like, hey, what works for me here? Oh, a five-star luxury hotel. Okay, cool. Oh, what works for me here? An apartment where we can cook ourselves. Cool. Like, without the justification, like what works for me here? And I've often talked about how your awareness might tell you or not your awareness, you might say, Oh, I'm not going to buy that it's too expensive. And I do this all the time still. But really, what it is, is your awareness's way of getting your attention. So you don't choose what isn't going to work in the first place. Yeah, (laughs) so everything that is Will you destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pet, fox, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And everywhere you haven't been willing to make money your bitch. Will you destroy and uncreate it all and return it to sender with consciousness? Ooh, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pet, fox, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And I have a whole radio show on that in the archives. Go find it. Um, but it really is about where we allow money to make our choices for us, which means we're being its bitch instead of being like, hey, yeah, I'm going to choose that. Okay, what action can I take? What's it going to take to create the money or actualize the money? So, wow, how does it get any better? Again, come join us for the choosing wealth, the 21 days to choosing wealth. I'm so excited with everybody who's willing to choose it. How does it get any better than this? Uh, Let's do this. So what physical actualization of a phenomenal life living wealth finances money flows and joy are you now capable of generating creating and actualizing anything that doesn't allow that to show up as if by magic will you destroy and create it all Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine pod shorts, boys and beyonds. Thank you so much for listening in, guys. I'm so, so grateful for each and every one of you. And I will talk to you next week. Thank you. 
Thank you again for joining us. Living in the Magic of Possibilities can be heard every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Please join Glenise Hughes for another edition of our program next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.